0: i tell you what, I'm spoiled with it here. See what we can find. Amen. Well, he's got his arms wide out. Look at that. Say it with me, would you? God bless me double for my... One more time. God bless me double for my trouble. You know who said that? I did. I did. I went through a lot of pain, a lot of hurt uh married 28 years it was hard and throw being a pastor on top of that and having children that i loved and watching the brokenness and the feeling of abandonment that i felt and here's what i would say i would say lord i don't want to go through this crap and come out the same I don't want to go through this crap and come out the same. And then I started saying, God, bless me double for my trouble. I'm just crazy enough to talk like that. You did it for Job. I'm Gary with two R's. And I started talking like that. And living day by day and putting one foot in front of the other. And boy, now all these years back now, about six years, seven years, seven years ago, 1-9-11 was that fateful day in my life, 1-9-11. I look back here at 2018, and if God didn't bless me double for my trouble, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. And I don't want to keep it a secret, okay? I don't want to keep it a secret. I want to share with you because I think there's a lot of people in this room who have, who've experienced things like I have, and you're like me. You have God's helped you, and you're on your feet. And but there's so many that haven't, or there's trouble coming, and it could be different things. But let's learn from trouble, Amen. And let's see how God can bless us double. It is there. I'm not talking about some magic formula. There's not a magic formula. That's why the preachers on TV get so much money. Because they make people believe it is magic formula. You send it, you're going to get it. I'm going to tell you right now, if God's going to bless you double, I'm going to guarantee it's going to take a lot of hard work on your part. It's going to take a lot of commitment. It's going to take a lot of putting one foot in front of the other. It's going to take tears. It's going to take just working at it. It's going to take three steps forward and two back. It's going to be rough, but that's okay. God's good for it. Amen? And He's not going to leave you alone. So you can do it. Let's go to the Word. So God, bless me, double for my trouble. Last week was Maximum Vision. Now, that's a whole series now in the first hour on its own, standing by itself. Now, this is a new series, sort of picking up on Maximum Vision and moving forward. And today's message is entitled that. Can you say it? Effective. Boy, you sound weak on it. Let's try it again. Effective. See, it goes back to what I was saying. And you might not like the word, but I'm going to say it again because this is what I told the Lord. And if He could hear it, you can hear it. I said, Lord, I don't want to go through this crap and come out the same. What I was basically saying, I don't want to just endure. I don't want just to endure this. I want to effectively endure this. And I want to come out on the other side as a testimony to you. And I didn't know I was saying that. I wasn't praying it like a victor. I was, I was beat. I was hurt. I was down. But inside of me, that still small voice was there and saying, Gary Clark, you better get up. You can make it. You can do it. Amen? You can endure effectively. And that's my message to you today from the Word. Let's how, how can we learn to effectively endure? Roger, push me buddy, cause I'm gonna be sideways all on this thing. Shine or whine? Say that with me. Shine or, one more time. Shine or, that's the choice you have. Shine or whine. And a lot of people choose wine. There's a lot of winos out there. You hear me say? A lot of people choose the bottle too. You know that, don't you? Absolutely. They choose those kind of spirits instead of the Holy Spirit. You can shine during your mess. You can shine after your mess. God can make you a blessing that you never dreamed of. Shine or wine, baby. How can I do it? Jesus said, Let your light, so what? Shine before men that they may see your what? You know what that good works is? You think that's my hair is cut the right length. I carry a black Bible. I wear a black suit. I go to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. I don't cuss and chew and run around with girls that (laughs) do. That's what the church has been for years. It's a do and don't list. And somehow we think that's a bright light to a lost world. To most people, they don't even know you exist until you start to get down there where they live and start to speak a language they understand. If you die today, do you know you go to heaven? Get off my property. I mean, they don't get it. You understand, yes or no? We think, well, the Word of God won't return void. It won't return void. The Word ain't the problem. You are. And I am. Yes or no? Jesus said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works. What are those good works? When bad stuff happens, you keep going. Yes or no? Then they'll take notice. When you lose everything, but you don't lose hope, they'll take notice of that, won't they? When they see, you know, your family's broken up and you're treated bad, whatever, But somehow, there he goes. Amen. Boy, that's a light in a dark place. Yes or no? People live in a dark world. Hard times. Not so much economic. I'm not talking about about life. And so to have a light out there who's gone through some of that, I'm going to tell you right now, that is a pleasant thing to see. Amen. Yes or no? And you don't take the credit. Oh, look how I made it. No, look how he helped my tail. I'll tell you that right now. Amen. I believe that's what this means. Shine, baby. Don't whine. Keep looking. Suffering brings shine. Say that with me. Suffering brings Had an old door on a house this week. Bob Tinker, are you here in the audience today? First service. He was your first great carpenter. And he's my friend for about 30 years. And I love working with Bob. He and me. We get together. It's like playing for me. I used to hit the golf ball, but I don't do it with my back now. So I do things with my hands. I work on junkie projects and mess like that. And I have so much delight in it. And I'm not, not good at it, so I get me a good guy to help me. Amen. Say. And sometimes, Mr. Architect, I get ahead of the county and I tear stuff down and they write me up, okay? It happens. It happens. But you know what? There was an old door that was sealed shut on this old house that I bought in town. Old house. And they had taken this sealant mess and shut it and shoved something against it and caulked it in. I mean, it was a disaster. Part of the doors broke. Well, I took that razor blade and I cut it out. That mess. I bet that mess didn't feel good when I was sticking it with that blade. And I got that door to swinging again. And then my buddy doctored on that door with some new pieces here. And then he took that sandpaper to it. And now it shines. Did you get the story? Was that door hurting? Oh, it was hurting all right. It went through some cutting. It went through some sanding. But I'm going to tell you something. Suffering is how we get our what? Say it with me. Suffering is how we get our what. But I suppose we're supposed to come to church. I'm just supposed to make you feel good. Everything's going to be great. No, you're going to have some problems in your life. But that's okay because I've got the Lord and He's going to help me. The Bible says if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them who are lost in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who's the image of God, should do what? Should shine unto them. Verse 5, we don't preach ourselves. No, no. But we preach Christ Jesus the Lord And ourselves. We are your what? Servants for Jesus' sake. For God who has commanded the light to shine out of the darkness, He's done what? He shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. But we have this what? Treasure in these earthen vessels, our bodies, that the excellency of the power may be of who? God and not of us. That's the beauty of suffering. Because when you're suffering, you think you can't. When you're suffering, you don't think you're all that anymore. And that's when that light can come out. Does that make sense? Yes or no? It does to me. Paul says, we're troubled on every side. The Apostle Paul was sharing the gospel from country to country. He was going. The early church was spreading now. And he's being persecuted. We're, we're troubled on every side. Everywhere I look, they're trying to kill me. But I'm not Distressed. We are perplexed, but I'm not in despair. Don't you want that in your life, what this guy had? I'm persecuted, oh man, but I'm not forsaken. Are you seeing the Bible or not? I'm cast down, but I'm not destroyed. I love this, don't you? Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in my body. Suffering. There's a life inside of me that I don't know I have sometimes. The power of Christ. The power of God. Y'all listening or not? And I don't know about you. I don't experience that power when I'm up on the top. When things are going good. I got it. I can handle it. But boy, when I'm down like that, boy, that's when I need Him. And that's when He shows up. Y'all hear me or not? Best way to win family. Best way to win friends. Best way to win your town for Christ. Best way is as you live your life, you give yourself to the Lord. As you suffer, you don't hide it. You live through it. You praise the Lord. You keep working. I ain't talking about some false praise. No. But you stay steady. And you see if others aren't drawn to you. Do you hear me? Hope I'm not putting you to sleep. It's a fact. People model and learn from others who've been there and done that. Nothing makes me sicker than somebody telling me something to do and you don't know jack squat about what you're just talking about. Yeah or nay? You like that, say? Like somebody standing over me telling me, this is the way you need to do it. You ain't done nothing. Go on. but now somebody who's been there and been through it especially when I'm going through it now listen to somebody like that amen say and many of you were that way for me you were there for me I didn't know you were there when I went through my trouble you were there for me and stories came out about your life Cindy Rapp right there wave at me did you write me a letter Did you write me a letter about your trouble? About how God was there for you in your mess? Oh, by the way, did you have some mess? Did God deliver you and give you double for your trouble? That's a fact right there in the audience. Others of you have talked to me. I can look at your face. People who've lost children in this room. People who've gone through horrible things in this room. Reached out to me. Because, see, I just saw them as people coming. And nice people. You don't know what's behind people until you start to peel that onion. You understand? This is true, guys. Suffering brings shine. And you can have it. Effectively enduring. Don't tell me what you know. Show me what you've done. Yes or no? Amen. Amen. Instead of throwing a Bible scripture at somebody. Don't think I'm not for the Bible. I'm for scripture. Obviously I am. But I love scripture with skin. How I've lived it. How I've believed it. How Mama said all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are called according to His purpose. And the night that she faced that 357 Magnum she was shot six times. I believe that was Mama's last words. She's, she's hanging on all things work together for good to them who love God. You hear me? This is a different way of living life. Also, don't tell me how to do it. How about this? Show me how you did it. Suffering brings shine. Amen? I know I'm beating this old horse a while, but this is good for us, guys. So how can I shine my light most effectively? And now we're moving, Raj. How can I do that? How can I shine my light most effectively to a lost and dying world? I'm convinced here's the answer. Say it with me. Endure. One more time. We don't like trouble, do we? We try to get out of trouble. We try to stay away from the trouble. But no, that's okay. We cover the trouble, don't we? How many ever lived a life like that where you just covered it? Can I see your hand? Just covered it, covered it, covered it. Don't exist. Out of sight, out of my it's Killing you, yes or no? This is how you're most effective. Not going to an evangelist. We're going to have an evangelism class coming up for the men's Bible study. But let me tell you, you're not going to come out of that class because I learned how to be an evangelist. You're going to learn that you need to share your story. But I'm going to tell you something right now. The best story you'll ever share is your story. The real story. The truth of the matter. Open up. Amen. Yes or no? Become real that people can say, boy, he's been there. I can see that. I can see if Jesus saved him, he can save me. Amen? Amen. So, effective endurance. The more I endure, the more effective I become. I wasn't like this six, seven years ago. You might say, Boy, I wish I knew you then. Roger, I've changed, haven't I? Dina, where are you? Am I different? I think it's a good difference. I'm more open. My words aren't sometimes as nice. (laughs) In counseling, I cut to the chase a little quicker. If there wasn't any flowery in me, it's gone. (laughs) But isn't that the journey to get to us to find out what's real? Amen? Come on. So the more I the more the way I'm going to effectively endure is, is is to be a testimony to shine is to endure trouble. So guys, here it is. It's my choice to whine or shine. It's my choice to whine or shine. Jesus says, You're the light of the world. You're the light of the world. You are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. I'm going to tell you something right now. You are the light of the world. As you endure trouble, As you realize your relationship with Christ, you grow in Him. He's with you. He doesn't leave you. I'm going to tell you right now, they can't hide you. You hear me? Yes or no? You can't be hidden. It's going to come out. They're going to see it. This is a beautiful thing. It's not made up. I'm going to be a light. I'm going to go sit on a hill. You don't put yourself on the hill. Everything gets dug out around you. In that hole. And there you are. And you're the light, baby. Amen? That's good stuff. You're not a a city set on a hill when your attitude is down in the dump. Say that with me. This is my quote. I'm going to be famous on this stuff. Listen, keep going. Here we go. You are not a city set on a hill when your attitude is down in the dump. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I love Jesus. Well, nobody would know it. The way we whine and complain and we get sick and la, 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 la. Did you know you're not the only one sick? You're not the only one struggling. No. But God can take that sickness and that struggle and use it for His glory suffering brings shine. Paul said it this way, the Apostle Paul. Effective endurance. How do I do it? Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it's for your consolation and salvation. You ever thought of the mess you've gone through in your life? It's for the consolation of somebody else and the saving of some other soul. But I don't want to go through that. I'm being picked on. By the way, God's not picking on you. That's a, you ought to lose that from your vocabulary. Never say that again. God's picking on me. You're going to say that sometime. He's going to go, They thought I was picking on him. I ain't. But now I am. Zap. <laughs> Amen say. Don't talk like that. This stuff that comes in our life, we're a, child of, we're a child of God. I'm not a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Even if the mess happens and people hurt me, I'm still a child of God. And God's good to me. And God's going to use this, which is effectual in the enduring, there's our word, of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it's for your consolation and salvation. Things I've gone through, things that you've gone through to experience God's presence in our life, the rebuilding of our lives. That's a blessing to not just us, but to somebody else down the pike. Our hope of you is steadfast, Paul says, knowing that as you're partaker of the suffering, so shall you also be of the consolation. That's the beautiful part about suffering. We have the Savior Jesus who consoles us. And then we're a blessing to other people. The more I suffer, the more I'll be able to comfort others. Say that with me. The more I, the more I'll be able to, one more time. Let's make some sense out of your suffering. This will help you right here. The more I, the more I'll be able to what? Doesn't that help with some of the suffering in your life? Yes or no? The senseless stuff that happens? The pain? You mean, Lord? You want me to shine and not whine? Yeah. Amen. It's a fact. We said it before. People model and learn from others who've been there and done that. It's a fact, guys. So how can I effectively endure? How, how can God bless me double for my trouble? I won't double for the trouble in my life, Father. Then we must effectively endure. We must effectively endure. We run. We quit church. We go into hiding. Am I talking English here? Yes or no? We want to blame. Can you say blame? Others. God. If you'll blame God, you'll blame anybody. If you'll blame God, don't. Be, I'm not surprised that you blame me for stuff, okay? I guess I'm in good company. Come on. So how can, shine, how, can, how can shine for others? What does that mean? I'm sorry, buddy. How can I shine? How can I shine for others? Here we go. How can I shine for others? How can I do that? How can I shine for other people? How can I be over here isolated yet that shine's going to help this other person? Say that with me, number one. Would you say it out loud? Be transparent in your. There's a difference between whining and being transparent. Did I lose you? Just because you're going through trouble doesn't mean you can't share your trouble. But don't whine your way to wholeness. Don't whine. It's the difference in being open about what you're going through and trying to make people feel bad for you. Is that better? Yes or no? I'm going to tell you what I'm going through so you'll feel bad for me. And here's what we've accomplished. I felt bad, and then I told you, now you feel bad with me. Now we've got two bad-feeling people. No, no. Be transparent in your trouble, though. Guys, guys, Listen. The whole world suffers. So when I'm suffering and when I'm going through suffering or I've gone through suffering, be transparent about it. It's okay to be real, R E A L about what you're going through. Paul said it this way We'd not, brethren, have you ignorant of our what's the word? Trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were sent with me, pressed out of what? Measure, above our strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. So he shared it. He was sharing it in the scriptures. He was sharing it with the other churches. We're hurting. We're, 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 you know, we've been, we're in a lot of trouble. But he wasn't whining. He was showing the glory of God. He was saying there's good things that can come out of this and, it, and it's your consolation and your salvation. So be transparent in your trouble. Number two, say that with me. Trust God and not yourself in your what? I'm wanting double for my, my trouble. I'm wanting double for my trouble. How do I do it? Well, we've learned this morning, don't whine. What else have we learned about? Well, God's going to make me a light through this mess. He's not going to lead me. He's going to help me. And then we've learned this. Here's what we're learning now. You be transparent in your trouble. Yeah, but I'm embarrassed. What will they think? It is what it is. Yes or no? Don't embellish it. Don't make it worse than it is. Be transparent in your trouble in life. A lot of people can't believe, and I can't believe it myself, that I'll get up here on this stage and tell people I was married 28 years and was abandoned and and left or, you know, just left. That's hard, ain't it? A lot of people, y'all can't talk about it in your own life because when you do, you start to cry. How can I do it? I've made a decision I'm going to do it. I'm not trying to get you to feel sorry for me. I'm trying for you to get your tail up. I can make it. You can make it. Amen or oh me? Absolutely. That's what we're talking about. So I'm being transparent. Kim's had trouble. The pastor and the pastor's wife here at Fellowship Church are two people that know a little bit of something about trouble. But if you want the lily white folk, there's plenty of other doors to find it out of here. But we know what trouble is, don't we, baby doll? And we're making it, ain't we, baby? And we love each other, don't we? Come on! Boom! Right there. Absolutely. I love that. Amen? So, you know, listen. You can do this. Be transparent. And trust God in your trouble, not yourself. Be the best you can be in your trouble. Try as hard as you can in your trouble. But you don't trust you in your trouble. But that didn't get you off the hook for working hard. Listen. Listen. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves, Paul said. That we should trust in our what? We could trust in ourselves, Paul said. I could have done that. I've studied this and I've been there and I was all that. But you know what? We could have trusted in ourselves, but we ain't so stupid that I'm going to do that. He said, matter of fact, we did this. We trusted in God who raised the dead. Amen. Is that a big difference? Who would you rather trust in you or God who raised the dead? how many felt honest to goodness i'm not playing with you i'm just trying to talk with you but how many would say pastor clark i have been at a place in my life where i absolutely i'm not talking physically but i'm talking mentally emotionally everything i was dead can i see your hand i was dead i was dead i was dead how many would say i'm not dead now that's a testimony i'm not dead now come on give him the credit let's go come on church praise the lord I'm trusting in God who raises the dead. Amen? Come on. So Paul says, that's number two. How can I get double for my trouble? Well, you got to effectively endure. So how am I effectively enduring? Well, I'm transparent. And I'm also not going to trust myself. I'm going to trust him. Number three. This is right from Paul. Right from the Word. Number three, believe, say it with me, believe God still delivers and will still deliver from trouble. Well, I can't make it. It's too hard. You ever heard this? You don't understand. God's picking on me. I feel like dying. Did you know that same energy could put be put another way? If you won't double for your trouble. God, you delivered Moses. God, you delivered Rahab the harlot. You can say, God, I'm, I'm bad, but I ain't no harlot. Amen. Excuse me. God, you delivered here. You delivered a guy full of over a thousand devils. Why don't you use your energy thinking God still delivers? Yes or no? Amen. If you won't double for your trouble, but you'd rather send a check to the preacher on TV, or you'd rather do whatever, dress up and come on a Sunday morning thinking, it's all going to be good now. It ain't going to be good now. You're going to have to work. Work hard. And you're also going to have to do this. You're going to have to believe God. Yes or no? God says, it's impossible to please me unless you believe me. Hebrews eleven six. In case you don't think it's in the Bible, it's impossible to please me unless you believe me. So when you're in trouble, because see, I want to, I want to shine. I, I don't want to whine. I want to be that light you called me to be, in all the world on a hill. Well, then you're going to have to believe me, son. Amen. Say, you're going to have to believe me, son. You know when you're in trouble and you're hurting? That's when Scripture's like, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. How many did that when you were in trouble? You quoted that one a little bit. How about that one? Amen? How about that one? Amen? Beautiful. So you've got to believe Him. Who delivered us from de- a great death. Look at what happened. Here's Paul speaking. Who delivered us. Who delivered us. Did God deliver Paul? Sure. He wrote 13 books in the New Testament. The gospel spread around the world. You and I are saved today. We're here in a church because this man didn't quit. This man right there, this man that's writing this stuff, didn't quit. The gospel was spreading. He stayed with it, man. He delivered us from so great a death. And I love this part. He didn't stop right there. Say those next three words. And does deliver in whom we trust that he will yet what? You might say, well, I was in trouble before and God delivered me. I don't want to bother him. Bother him. Amen. Roger, am I almost done? (laughs) You're killing me, Rog. Number four, get people praying for you personally about your trouble. Don't whine them to your side. Don't do that. You want God to bless you double? Be transparent. You've seen it. Get people praying for you. But I'm going to tell you, people who've suffered and who've come out on the other side, they can see the wine and they can see the scam. Did you hear me? Get people praying for you, but real people, that's who you want praying for you anyway, they're going to see through the mess. You better, you better be humble. If you want God to bless you double, now if you just want to keep going through life, have at it. I'm talking about double right here. You also helping together by prayer for us, Paul says, that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. So Paul was in this trouble and struggle, but he got other people praying for him. Boy, if the Apostle Paul had people praying for him, I think you and I would be all right to get people to pray for us. How about that? Amen? Good stuff. So, number five. Say that with me. Sincerely give God all the what? For bringing you through the what? Absolutely. For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have had our conversation in the world, and more abundantly to you. For we write none other things unto you that we read or acknowledge, and I trust you shall acknowledge even to the end. And also you have acknowledged us in part, that we are your rejoicing, even as you also are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ." Giving the credit to where it goes to the Lord to bring you through that trouble. Amen? Can God trust you to bless you double? Or when you get on the other side of your trouble, are you going to take the credit? Say, I hope you don't see me taking the credit up here today for me. Because if you do see me taking the credit, I failed. I wanted to kill myself. That's how pathetic I was. You hear me say? Anything I am is because of Him. Any victories I have, anything to this church, anything we've ever built, any money we've ever raised, is because of Him. Amen? Yes or no? You understand that, right? It's my choice to whine or shine, guys. It's my choice. Jesus said, Roger, I think I'm going to quit. Is that okay, buddy? I think we've had enough. You're like, we've had enough. Did you get a little bit of a double bless? A double, God bless me double. Do you see a little bit today of how you get there? Jesus said, you're the light of the world. You're the light of the world. Say, I'm the light of the world. I am the light of the world. One more time. I am the light of the world. The confusion is... You mean if I go to Bible school and get me a degree and I'll be a light for Jesus? No. Jesus told the smart Pharisees who knew the Bible inside and out, they'd memorized the first 5 books of the of the of the Old Testament. He said, "You're making people twofold the child of hell." Your spiritual training and education is not what makes you a light. It's Jesus who makes you a light. It's Him with you in suffering. How many would say, I have a good bit of education, Pastor Gary, but I've learned more through hard times than anything? Can I see some? Look at that right there. Isn't that the truth? Remember that. Hard times with Jesus equals shine. Hard times with Jesus equals what? Hard times with Jesus equals, so why am I whining? Because I'm a crazy person. Stop it. Amen. Let's give him the credit this morning. Praise the Lord. Come on. Amen. I had a good morning with you. Thank you.